When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Biden's off-camera comments, what they mean for U.S. foreign policy, and what it means for the future of the situation. Okay. There were also some comments that were made by Israeli officials, and they all factor into a, a certain outcome. Okay, so if you missed the news... Biden was at a, I believe, fundraiser. Either way, he was at an event. It was off camera. When he is off camera, he speaks a little bit more freely. In this, he said that Netanyahu had some issues within his government. Basically, that the right-wing parties were exerting too much influence. And that Netanyahu needed to change his opinion when it came to a two-state solution because Biden and U.S. foreign policy supports that. The inference is that the current government in Israel does not, that Netanyahu does not. Biden also said that uh, Israel was kind of running out of time, that world opinion was turning against them, and it was due to, quote, indiscriminate bombing. That's pretty sharp language. Okay, now Israeli officials have said that there is a disagreement with the U.S. when it comes to what they are apparently in conversation calling the day after Hamas. All right, so what does this mean? If you watched the video about the U.N. vote, went through and we're talking about the three things that it would take for that not to be an absolutely horrible decision on the part of the U.S. foreign policy-wise. That's what's happening. The U.S. position is that they're basically going to stomp their feet and say, bad, bad, don't do that, uh, but not really do anything significant while the Israeli offensive is going on in hopes that the Israelis can degrade Hamas to the point where they're combat ineffective. As I said in that video, I am skeptical that that is going to occur to the degree that it needs to for the rest of U.S. foreign policy to to play out. Uh, the, The trouble with debating, quote, the day after Hamas, you have to actually get to that point. And people familiar with these sorts of conflicts have seen multiple the day after IS or the day after AQ, both of which are still active organizations. Okay, so that's the first thing that has to occur. The second thing is that the Palestinian Authority has to be able to assert governance over Gaza. That can happen. If step one actually occurred, step two could occur very easily because the international community would just route all of the aid 
through the Palestinian Authority. Therefore, they have de facto control pretty quickly. And then the third thing is the international coalition made up of Arab nations willing to act as peacekeepers and stand between the Palestinians and the Israelis. That's the U.S. plan. The Israeli official commenting that there are some disagreements when it comes to the day after, that indicates that Israel is not necessarily on board with this. Those comments were made before Biden's comments. So, what you can safely assume from that is that the U.S., when it comes to the actual conflict, what you are seeing on your screens, the U.S. is going to exert diplomatic pressure only. Period. Full stop. That's the plan. After that, you will probably see U.S. and Israeli officials go head-to-head. Again, diplomatically. When it comes to the U.S. trying to make this plan happen and Israel not really wanting it, but at the same time not actually having an alternative, at least not one that they have publicly put out or even hinted to. Um, So that's where the situation is. You know, I have had a number of uh, messages about this type of video. Please understand that this is not me saying, yay, this is good. This is me saying what's happening. Um, And I I would like it noted that those three steps, they weren't anywhere in in public conversation, but they were all confirmed by statements made within the last 24 hours. Um, So this is the rough sketch for what the U.S. wants. I have, uh, I have a lot of doubts about step one occurring to the level that it would need to. Understand that if the Israeli offensive cannot degrade Palestinian forces to the point where they are combat ineffective, the Palestinian Authority doesn't have any chance of being able to assert governance because those forces will operate against the Palestinian Authority. That's, that's step one, and it's not impossible. It can occur, but it is, uh, I'm skeptical that it's going to, especially given the fact that Israel is getting a lot of pushback from the international community, and while Israel has a habit of just being like, we're doing what we have to, take it up later, that only goes so far. Um, And they can start to see economic consequences because of it. At some point, those economic consequences might influence the government there and reduce the length of time that offensive is going to run. And they were under the impression, it certainly appears, that they were under the impression that this was going to be a lot easier than it is. And realistically, it only gets harder from here. 
that first step, that's a big ask. Everybody, all of the U.S. advisors that went there, all of the public statements from U.S. defense people, they all said this. They all said this was incredibly difficult. Now it looks like U.S. foreign policy is hinging on the successful completion of something that U.S. advisors said was really ill-advised. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.